Right, what's up Freedom Chasers? If you're looking to dial in your open houses, we're with an agent right now that has gained 30% of his current business directly from opening or from hosting open houses. And the average price point is above $500,000. We're gonna jump into his strategy right now. Welcome to the Freedom Chasers Six Figure Strategies Podcast. If you're an agent or an investor yet to hit six figures, this is the show for you. We take a deep dive into strategies to help you achieve the goal of six figures so that you can grow up to seven figures eventually. All right, guys, meet Mark Dumas. He's a realtor with Caldwell Banker, and he spent 10 years in the business. He has consistently put himself in the six-figure category by spending all his time educating his clients about the process of buying real estate and also teaching and training his fellow realtors about the best practices for their business. Mark, thank you so much for being here today. Let's jump right into it, man. What does a Mark Dumas open house look like? Well, Tim, thanks for having me first off. Um, I would say... Uh, a couple of things about a Mark Dumas open house are they're fun. Um, they are uh, wide ranging and more importantly, they are informative. So what I like to do, so a couple things. When you're doing open houses, you have to have a plan, right? You can't just go and say, and that plan doesn't start the morning of the open house. That plan probably starts the Monday prior to the open house. What I like to do is a couple things. The first one is I go through the listings that are out there and the listings that my brokerage has. And I will go and find, and so and this is a tie into this with social media that I'll talk about after, but what I'll do is I'll go and find some open houses in neighborhoods that I wanna work in where I want to gain buyers and price points that work for me as well. And so I'll go find, let's say Tim's a, another realtor in my office. I go, Tim, I see you've got a, a, listing, a new listing at 123 Banana Street. Um, would you mind if I set an open house for you? I think I can get you a lot of traffic. Great. It helps the client. It helps the seller's agent. The seller's excited because the seller wants people to come see their house because they want to sell it. And it helps me. So I say, great. So I do that. And I start advertising that open house the minute he says yes. Um, it starts with first an advertisement on my social media, like all of the social medias that that's coming. And I try to do that on Wednesday. That Let's say I'm doing an open house on Saturday. I'll do that on Wednesday. On Thursday, I will actually, um, so one kind of door knocking that I actually s subscribe to doing, I will go and um, put flyers out uh, around the neighborhood. And those flyers are basically about, there are two things. One, it's giving a private showing to the neighbors, letting them come first and see it without all the other, because they're looky-loos in a lot of ways. But I'm also trying to convince them, hey, pick your neighbors. You have a friend or someone who's thinking about buying a house. Why don't you come take a look at this house and then your friends nearby? So that's the first, that's the next thing I do. That's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Um, and I'm doing that in a pretty decent swath of land. So let's say the house is on one, two, three banana street. I'm going to go two blocks in both directions, actually two blocks in all directions. And I'm going to try and put flyers in all those places. If I don't, if I don't get someone to answer the door, I'll leave a flyer. By the way, fun fact, do not leave that flyer in a mailbox. That's illegal. Um, so that's that. And then on Friday going into Saturday, I'm also really hyping up the fact that the open house is coming and I'm telling people about it. And I'm also going to shoot it part of it live. Like I'm going to go on to Facebook live and shoot it on the day of the day of I'm putting out signs. Um, depending on where you are in the country and where you are in Chicagoland, you can put up anywhere from two to 20 signs um, in Chicago. I try to stay at about four or five 
lest uh, someone starts taking them down or knocking them down or the wind starts knocking them down and you have to keep track of where they are. Um, and so I'll put one on every corner of the block coming in, going on. If it's a one-way street, not both ones, but if it's a one-way street at the ingress corner. Um, and then one thing I try to do is I always try to park in front of the house um, and then put one on top of my car. Why? Because two things. One, it's higher, so you stop and automatically see it. Two, for the same reason, it's on your car. What's it doing on his car? Well, let's go see what heck's going on. When you get in the open, so that takes you into all those things. And I'll try to put them on some big streets as well. In Chicago, as you know, by your snazzy uh, sweatshirt, you know, every four blocks is a effectively a stoplight. Every eight blocks is a mile. So you want to give them enough space out there so people see them so they can make a decision. That's what you're actually trying to do. You're driving them to make a decision to go see it because and you're not putting like out in the suburbs. People put balloons on their things and all those kinds. Of, and that's great. Uh, I don't do that. I think it's a waste of money, but I do make sure that you there's visibility. I want to make sure that you see. You don't even need to. Right. I want to make sure you see. <laughs> it's pretty easy to get to. A, you, it's pretty easy to get a lot of people to an open house in Chicago. Right. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of people driving by and a lot of people need houses. Right. Right. Um, so without question, um, this is great. What I love about what you're doing is you're going after other agents listings. I'm sure you're cherry picking the neighborhood that you want it to be in. So it's in the price range that you're looking for, right? That's how you're able to average over 500 K because as we both know, the average house in Chicago is only worth 290. Right. Um, so obviously you're, you're selecting neighborhoods. You're selective of where you're having these open houses. And, and on top of that, you're super intentional the whole way through. You're like, okay, we're going to door knock for two blocks each way. And you're also going to be marketing on social media and you're, you're hitting all the boxes there. Um, is there anything else you're doing marketing to get more people in? Um, the biggest thing like I said, the biggest thing I do is the social media push and then the door knocking. Um, I'm really intentional about the social media when I'm doing it. It's not just, Hey, we're having an open. It's like, here's why this opens, why you need to come see this open. Um, there's times depending on the open house and the size of it, I'll partner with, uh, some of my lender partners um, to have them do it a push as well. So I have really good lender partners. I'm really excited about who they are. And so they're really good at pushing it out to their groups of people. Um, for example, one of my lenders probably has his database is at least 20,000 folks, right? He's been doing this for a very long time. And I've gotten people who show up just because they've, he's been told, they've been told by him, you need to come see this open. And so that's really a great way to do it as well. Um, the other things that I like to do if I have time is uh, sometimes it's as simple as I pick up the phone and I call all of my past clients, knowing full well that they just bought something or they bought something recently. But I go, look, uh, I have an open house. I would love for you to stop by because I haven't seen you in a while. Or more importantly, I'd like you to tell someone you know, you know, and you'd be surprised they're all inclined to say yes because you're not asking a lot of them, right? The ask is not big, and so therefore the response tends to be bigger. Absolutely. And you want that line to be as big as possible too. Right. Um, <laughs> because um, that, I mean, if it's your listing in particular, because you're making, you're creating demand. Um, if you have a line at the door, it's like, oh, all of a sudden it's like, oh, I need to put an offer in now, or else I'm gonna miss out on this one. So it's a great way to create 
scarcity, especially if you're inviting your friends and stuff over. Um, it's a great marketing tactic because people see the sense of urgency when they know there's a lot of people there. If they see one person there, they're not going to feel that same sense of urgency. Right. So then when I get there, so what I try to do day of, uh, either at the beginning of the open house or before people get there or after, actually I try to, I, I prefer it before I actually go and shoot a Facebook live video and we're, I will literally go on Facebook Live with my gimbal and all my fancy AV equipment that probably makes Tim go, hey, this is my kind of people. He's my kind of people. Um, I will go and shoot a Facebook Live and walk through the house. As I'm walking through the house, I'm talking about the features of the house. And people are on that. People are watching it live because right before that, an hour before that, I made a Facebook Live post or an Instagram Live post going, I'm going to be live. Um, I'm loud. I'm slightly obnoxious with my with my intros and I get you want to watch it. I, in fact, my best story. To I'm that, supposed to say, let me pause you right here. Yep. Let me pause you right there. Give me an example because I like, that's the hook. That's the most important part, the intro. So give me some, so if you, if you can, sure. throw it out there. So let's say it's a Saturday morning. You know, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It is open house Saturday and you need to be at one, two, three banana street today between 12 and two. If you can't be there, that's okay. Don't worry. Cause you're going to get to see this house live in an hour. So if you can't come to Owen two, three banana, what I want you to do is make sure you're on Facebook live in an hour. I will show you every good part of this house and some of the parts that you go eh, to, and then you can come by later. You can set up a scheduled appointment with me. We'll walk through the house together and this might be your house. So make sure you come by. And if you do remember to ask to buy with a bow tie. <laughs> I'm guessing you're wearing a bow tie at these open houses. So my tagline, my all of my marketing, um, you know, see it, but you probably won't see it on TV. This is my, it's reversed, but that's my logo for my company, for my my team, and for my real estate life. And so I tend to wear bow ties. I didn't today because I was actually outside in the rain. <laughs> and so, uh, but yeah, normally I tend to wear bow ties as my work life. Um, I have eighty of them, so they kind of go through rotation. <laughs> there you go. Well, that's a great way to differentiate yourself from everybody else. Because not right. only are you wearing the bow tie, so that makes you look different. That's a pattern interrupt, they'll say in marketing. On top of that, you're coming in high energy, right? Like most people doing these open house walkthroughs, they're just, you know, they're they're not doing it super energetic like you are. And they're also not pointing out the negatives. As you mentioned, you're going to be like, eh, <laughs> so right. maybe this isn't the best part about it. But I mean, at least you're being open and honest and transparent. And the fact that you're doing that consistently... You're going to have more and more people watching right? because people dig watching that stuff for some reason. I actually, Tim, to tell you, I actually got a listing from a friend of mine who had moved to Texas, who I had not seen in 20 years, someone I went to college with, and they had been trying to sell their house with somebody else. And they watched my open every Saturday morning, they'd get up and they'd watch my open house videos. And they're like, he's got the energy to get this house sold for us. They fired the other agent. They called me and said, we need you to sell this house for us as fast as you can. Um, it was out in the suburbs, out in Mount Prospect. I laughed and said, I really don't even know where Mount Prospect is, but sure, let's make this happen. And uh, we put the house on the market on a Tuesday. We, uh, after staging it and doing all those things, and we had a contract by Thursday. There you go, man. That's epic. And yeah, I mean, you're just, you're building your audience that way. Right. And one of the wonderful things about Facebook is when you get engagement, they show your stuff to more people. And if you're live, it might not even be people you're friends with. So, I mean, people that you don't even know might be showing up and they're seeing you. They're becoming aware of you. As you know, in real estate, you get people to know you, like you and trust you. And 
guess what? Your business grows. Exactly. It's cool. I'd like to hear a couple more things about these open house. Are you doing anything like a gift card draw or anything like that? How are you capturing everybody's information when they come in? There? So two ways. So, um, you know, people and people are products of habit, right? So, and you've done this, I'm sure you walk into a, a, a retail store and someone goes, can I help you? And your first response is to recoil and go, no, I'm good. Okay. So the two things I do is I usually have a QR code at the front door to get you to sign in that way. Um, and it's very low key that way. It's like, hi, how are you? Um, and I learned this weirdly enough, not from sales, but from my daughter who went to France this summer. And what I mean by that is this. So in America, our first response is to go, excuse me, hi. Like we try to enter, we, we're upset about interrupting you. And then we finally get around to being polite to you. In France, it's the opposite. It's hello first. It's always hello. Then it's, let me ask you the question I'm asking you. And so I started doing that. And it was amazing how many people actually responded when the first thing out of my mouth was, hi, how are you? Or hi, welcome versus um, can you sign in? You know, we're not, we're selling, I always joke that selling houses is no different than selling anything else. It's still a widget, but it's a question of, it's a very important widget because it's the only widget you really make an emotional purchase on. When you're buying groceries, you're not having an emotional decision about whether or not you want spaghetti or macaroni. You're just buying, you got to buy pasta. But when you're buying a house, it's an emotional decision. It's a financial one, but it's also an emotional one. And so if the emotional conversation, the heartstrings get tugged at the beginning with hi, and it's not a hi, it's a hi, how are you? It's, an, it's intense, but it's also soft they tend to be more inclined to give you their information. And I also follow that up with, can you do me a favor? Right. And the reason I do that is because people are inclined to say yes to that question. Uh, studies show that 75% of people, when you ask them, can you do me? Hey, Hey, how are you? Can you do me a favor? They will at least think about it before they say yes or no. Right. And that's what you kind of want. And so you have them sign in. So I either have them hit the QR code and that captures all their information. We tell them, at, there's a sign that tells them that's happening, but it also gives that QR code also gives them the data sheet. It gives them a scenario for purchase in terms of what it looks like if you put 20% down or 5% down or 10% down. It gives, depending on the house, it'll give you a, more than just the data sheet. It'll give you the updates and the upgrades that have happened to the house since the sellers bought it. It does all that. Now, if they don't want to use their phone and give us the QR code, we do ask them to sign in via iPad. And the reason we tell them that is because sellers want to know who's in their houses. You know, we need data because the seller is going to call us and say, how many people came through my house today and what time they came. And so we need a timestamp as well. Usually I do a, an open house for two hours at a time. And so I want to know who's in that house with me for those two hours in case something goes wrong, in case something is broken, in case something's missing, any of the things that could possibly happen. But I also do that because I want to know who you are because then I can follow up with you. Um, I also, and I never ask, are you working with a realtor? Because if I do that, then I almost have to stop talking to you because the code of ethics say that once you say you have a realtor, we're done. But I do ask, you know, who got, who told you about the open house? How did you find out about the open house? If someone says, oh, Tim told me, my, my realtor Tim told me about it. Great. Well, put Tim's name in the information so I can let Tim know that you were here, right? Because I'm also building another group of people that are advocating for me out in the world, which are other realtors. 
you know, people, the last thing you want to do is you get into a contract dispute with somebody or a contract negotiation with somebody. And it's tenuous because the people don't, the agents don't like each other. So I try to make sure that I'm liked by as many people as possible. I want folks to be on team Mark. So when they see a, they see a offer sheet come for me, they see me asking for negotiation points. They're like, oh, well, it's Mark. Mark's a really good guy. He's obviously working in good faith. Let's help him as best as we can. Absolutely, man. Your reputation is very, very important. I'm curious about this QR code. Um, so are you generate, how do you generate the QR code number one? And how are you generating the marketing materials that come with it? So my brokerage really is really good on um, building out marketing materials for us for open houses. Um, we have an in-house marketing team, so I can put in that I'm doing an open house at 123 Banana, put the MLS number in, and it'll spit out all the forms, right? The data sheets, uh, and I can add or subtract to those as I see fit. I have a QR builder that I use um, at my old brokerage. They actually had a QR builder built into the system. Um, this one does too. I just haven't got around a chance to play around with it yet. Uh, and so I build a QR code myself and it, the backside of that QR code has a, a data form, right? And so, um, in order to get, it's a, it's a two-step process. You click on the QR code, it gives you the first sheet of the data, but then it's like, if you want more, you have to give us your information. And then that way I capture that. And at a minimum, I ask for either a phone number or an email address. You don't have to give me both if you don't want to, but people are inclined when they see a form to fill it all out. So I let them fill it all out. There you go. I love that it, it doesn't give all the information on the first page because that's copywriting 101. Right. Build curiosity so that you get the information then you could give them whatever they're looking for. Wonderful stuff. I would love to know what your process looks like. Let's say you're hosting an open house. I walk in. So obviously you try to capture the information. Where does it go from there? Are you the type that walks them through the house? Or are you the type that lets them do their thing and you talk to them? After? So what I tend to do is it, it depends on who, how you're there. If you're there by yourself um, and there's no one else there, we might walk through part of the house together. I might walk you through the parts that I'm still right there. Cause I still want to keep my eye on the front door. I want to make sure that there's no, you know, nothing going on. Um, but let's say you come with your family. Let's say you're not a realtor. It's you and your family come. And a lot of times the family comes and the kids are there. And so I actually am really good at babysitting now. <laughs> I will try and, you know, amuse those kids while mom and dad are taking a spin through the house. And then I'll come back and ask them questions. Um, but I always try to leave them. I, I like to look at it as almost like long range uh, viewing. Go through the house. If you need me while you're standing somewhere, unless the house is, mag is you know, really big, I can hear you almost anywhere you are in the house. Um, ask any questions that you have. So then we go through, let's say you've gone through the house. And before you leave, I try to stop you and I'm going to ask you a couple things. The first thing I'm going to ask you is, so what did you like about the house? I'm not even going to ask you, do you want to buy it or not? What do you like about the house? And I'm building rapport there. I'm trying to get you to start talking about what you really want in your next house. Cause you're going to tell me what you like here. And then I ask a question um, because I really don't believe in trying to be negative in these kind of situations. What would you change about the house that you're standing in? If it was yours, if it was yours, you know, you have a magic wand, what would you change about the house? And then you're telling me those things too, because then I know what you don't want in your next house. Um, I follow that up with, cause everyone wants to tell us, well, I'm just looking. Of course you're just looking. 
but the truth is you're also thinking about buying no one goes on open houses just to go look at them it's like it's no different than when you walk into a car dealership you're not walking in just to look at cars you're thinking about making a buying decision you're waiting for the right person to get to you to make that buying decision with you okay great so you told me what you like you told me what you would change my next question then becomes uh would you like me to send you some information about the process how new or old are you to the process you know you might have bought and sold a dozen houses in your life and so you think you know everything okay i will let you think you know everything and we'll simply i'll send you some data and there we go but you might be brand new to this entire thing you might tell me flat out you're brand new this is your first house you're buying you might need to know about um down payment assistance programs or how much you know we might need to bust bust some myths in terms of how much down payment you need how long it takes to actually get through the process all of those kinds of things and so i ask those questions um and what i do is i always have a a notebook not this big usually but i have a, some sort of paper on me to put a little tech mark even to say you know at such and such a time so and so came in and they want more information that way so i will stop and answer those questions for you as best as i can but i'll also set up a time because i go look we're here um, more people are coming through the door. I don't want to rush you. So how about we set up a time to talk about all of these things? It might not be about this house, but you definitely are looking at buying. So let's talk about that. And let's talk about how the entire process looks. And the truth is, and I tell them, I go, look, you're going to go to a bunch of open houses today and you're going to meet a bunch of different realtors. Find the realtor that you like the best because you're going to spend a lot of time with them. If it's me, wonderful. If it's not me, that's okay too. At the end of the day, I want you to have the best process. I want you to have the best experience because if you have a good experience, you'll tell people about that good experience and more people buy houses. It's real simple. Absolutely. I love how you're going for the appointment right at the open house. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. Like, hey, let's meet together. Let's talk about this this way. Um, and I love that you're saying, hey, make your favorite one because that, that kind of sets you apart. Because most people are going to be like, I'm your best choice. I, you should work with me. Lots of realtors love to pump themselves up all the time. It's just... <laughs> right, right. And, the thing, um, and, and you're, you're taking a different approach. Right. And the thing, too, is they'll, there's been times where someone has come into an open house of mine and they go, "There, I'm working with so-and-so. I'm working with Bob Smith. Oh, you know what? Bob's a great guy. I actually know Bob. I think he's a wonderful realtor. You're going to get great service. You're, you're going to have a great experience with him. And then I'll literally text Bob and go, hey, Bob. Uh, you know, Tim came by to see my open house today and he's thinking about making thinking about buying something. I'm not sure if he told you yet, but I want to let you know he came by. He's a great guy. Good luck with that. If, you, if I can help in any way, let me know. I'm a big believer in the idea that givers gain that, you know, at your best day, servant leadership is the answer. Without question. The more you give, the more you get. Right. I mean, somebody else worded it this way. The window you give through is the window you get through. It's the same thing. Um, and without question, these relationships with other agents is important. You don't want an agent to see an offer from you and be like, oh, no, it's another offer from Tim Winfrey. Uh-oh. Right. Um, <laughs> you don't want that to be the case. So absolutely tremendous stuff. Is there anything else about open houses that you really want to touch upon, Mark? So the last step, obviously, is we've gone through, we have. Uh, done on the free on the front end we've done all the things we need to do to get people drive people into the open house we've had people come through um, hopefully a, a, a large amount of people have come through uh, a couple things Two, safety so you got to make sure that you're 
that you keep yourself safe in these opens. Um, the way you do that is you take a, a, a piece, a page out of the, the, the COVID playbook and you don't let everyone in the house at the same time. Um, the COVID taught us if nothing else, people will stand in line outside and wait to get in. So let them wait to get in. Uh, you move them a little faster through now, now that we're not, you know, mass mandated and, you know, keeping six feet away from each other, but you still keep the, that, because you can only, as one person too, you can only manage so many people in the house at once and keep an eye on everybody and make sure things are going where they need to be. Um, the second one is um, let someone know where you are. Yeah, I'm a big dude. I'm six foot something pounds, but um, I still make sure that someone knows that I'm at an open besides just being on social media, like someone who's close to me knows that I'm at an open and that if they don't hear from me at, let's say it's from 12 to 2, by 2.15, she start calling me to go, what's going on? Because um, that's important too. And I say that for everybody. I know people want to talk about it in terms of males versus females. That's for everybody. People, you know, there's horror stories out there that we don't want to make, we don't want to add to those horror stories. Um, but on the other end of this, so that's happening. So then the next thing I'm doing is I'm getting, uh, getting done with my open houses for the day. I tend to do two things. I'll send a text message to everyone that came by, by the end of, by the end of the day. So let's say at two, no later than six or seven, everyone who showed up got a, got a text message and all the text message says is, hi, uh, I'm Mark. I'm the realtor you met at one, two, three banana. Thank you for coming by. That's it. Not thank you for coming by. If you want any more information, it's thank you for coming by. I really appreciated talking to you and leave it alone. Um, what happens? Keep next, it simple. Right. Keep it very simple. What happens next is um, the first business day. So usually if it's a Saturday, it's Monday. If it's a Sunday, it's Tuesday. I'll send you an email and a text again going, hi, it's Mark. We spoke at 123Banana. I want to make sure, see if you have any questions about that house or any other houses that are like it. And um, what can I do to help you with the process? You'd be amazed how people answer. Oh, and I want to say one other thing. Um, one of the other things I do during the open, that's not uh, a QR code thing. It's actually a piece of paper that I have is I actually try and make sure I show all the open houses that are nearby my open house. So when you go to the open house and you get there, um, people want value. And so one of the values I give them is when they're there, you might come to this house, but it might not be the winner. Okay, here's the five other open houses that are near my house right now. Go take a look at those. Uh, go take a look that are, that are the similar size and shape of this one. Go take a look at those and that'll help us make some decisions later too. Absolutely. One of the things I've done, if it's a slow open house, like I'll open up my computer and be like, what are you looking for? Let's like, like, let's find it for you, man. Like, right. uh, this is a great opportunity. It's like, I'm here. I have access to all this information that you don't have access to. So what are you looking for? I could assist you. And that's a great way to set up appointments for later in the day at right. an open house. It's like, hey, I'm here until two o'clock, but it'll take me 30 minutes to get all my stuff ready. But I can meet you at this house at three. Right. And then I also use Zenlist. Um, I use Zenlist for, uh, for my search engine, for my clients anyway. And so I get them, uh, one of the things I do when I'm talking to them with the thank you after, not the thank you text message, but the second one is, hi, uh, you know, thanks for coming through. I'd like to put you on a search with Zenlist. And I kind of explain to them what Zenlist is and send them a link for it. 
and then they can say yes or no. It helps me also somehow separate the yeses versus the maybes and the noes. And then my next, my last step is I've sent you a text message. I've sent you an email. If I have your phone number the next day, if I haven't heard from you yet, I'm going to call you. And my call is probably the only time I'm actually really abrupt with folks because I'm like, hi, I call, I've talked to you via text and, and I haven't got a response from you at all. Are you interested in buying a house? Are you interested in starting the process? Are you interested in all the things? And I tell them up front, it's okay to say no, right? Because people don't want to embarrass, like they don't want to be mean. It's okay to say no. It's okay to say I have another realtor. It's okay to say I haven't done any of the things that I need to do. All those things are good. All those are valid answers. But if you tell me no, that just means that I don't talk to you anymore. I stop bothering you, right? Because you see me right now as a bother. So let's figure out how to not make me a bother, but make me an asset. That's great. Um, it's actually a great way to get people to open up too, because since you give them the exit, a lot of people are less likely to take it because you gave them the opportunity. Right. Absolutely. Exactly. And this has been great stuff. Thank you for sharing all this open house knowledge. Tell me a little bit more about Mark Dumas, man. We just hit 2023. What are you looking to accomplish this year? So I got some big goals this year. Um, I want to uh, triple my output from last year. So I want to do like 15 million in business, uh, which is approximately 40 to 50 properties I want to help people with. Um, part of that is I have uh, two children. I have an 18, a 17 year old and a 14 year old. So the 17 year old is going to college next year and the 14 year old is going to high school next year. Both of those are probably tuition based ex expenditures. And so someone's got to pay for that. Uh, and that's someone's me. And so that's important, but it also gives me drive to get up in the morning um, because you can't, uh, you can't eat that elephant in one bite, right? You have to go and do it a little bit at a time. And so you have to go ahead and save it every day. Which means you have to go work it every day. Uh, I'm a big believer. Um, and the things that I teach and the things, the kind of the things I talk to other realtors about, about systems, you know, I have a system for open houses. I have a system for how I make calls every day. I have a system for how I deal with my clients in my, in my sphere, because at the end of the day, the system works. If once you get the system working, the system works, even when you don't want to, when you are like, I don't feel good today. I don't want to do stuff. Well, there's still parts of the system you can do from the comfort of your bed. If you have to, right. You can always send it with these lovely phones we have, you can send an email from anywhere. Okay, that's what I'm gonna do today then, but I'm gonna use part of the system and do it. Um, I like what I do. I like helping people. Um, I said it earlier, I believe in, I'm a big believer in servant leadership and my service right now is helping people with a really big decision in their lives. It's as simple as putting yourself out there to be, be of help as opposed to be mercenary, right? Because when you're mercenary, you're only looking after yourself. I tend to, um, I had a business partner and he said to me one day, uh, and I hadn't really heard it before. He goes, Mark, you're at your best when you're trying to help other people. Whatever it is you're doing, when you're trying to help other people, you're great. It's like when you start worrying about, when you only worry about yourself, you tend to fall down a rabbit hole that goes bad. I go, that's good to know. And that, it was a really good piece of advice that I got from him by him saying that. And I've taken it to heart ever since. And so that's what I do. That's who I am. Um, I like, I like this business. I like this industry. I think, um, between we have an opportunity to help so many people, uh, we have an opportunity to go in and, you know, shatter myths about real estate, about what realtors look like, what, about how they work, about what they do. 
we have a chance to go and talk about, you know, get people into different neighborhoods. You know, Chicago's got a lot of neighborhoods and some of them, no one's ever seen this. Like some people have never seen the insides of them. I used to joke that when I was, until I got to high school, I hadn't crossed Madison and state probably five times in my life. <laughs> now I'm all over the place. And so it's a wonderful thing that way. Absolutely, man. Tremendous stuff. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, so if anybody listening wanted to reach out to you, what would be the best way for them to get in touch with Margie Moss? So the best way would probably be you can, I'll give you all the information. So you can go to all my socials are at buy with the bow tie. That's B-U-Y-W-I-T-H-T-H-E-B-O-W-T-I-E, buy with the bow tie. That's my Instagram. Um, that's my Facebook page. All those things. If you want to reach me on the phone, 773-733-2617. If you want to send me an email, uh, you can do that at Mark with a C. So M-A-R-C dot Dumas at cbrealty.com. Um, or you can just mail me a, 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 poster, a postcard to my office. I, I'm at the Caldwell Banker West Loop office over on Madison. So you can do that too. We take carrier pigeon. We take smoke signals. Whatever you need to do to get a hold of me, we're simple about it. There you go. There you have it, everybody. You have many ways to get in touch with Mr. Dumas here. Mark Dumas, thank you so much for giving us a glimpse into your life and into your business. And to those of you out there chasing freedom, freedom is accomplished one action at a time. You just got the step-by-step plan how to have an effective open house. So go out there and take massive action on it. Do at least one of these a week if you're not making enough money in real estate yet. And watch as your business grows. Because as long as you follow the steps that Mark just laid out, it will. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you on the next one.